Thanks a lot. It's part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. August 5th, football is here. Steelers, Cowboys, Hall of Fame game tonight. Doesn't really matter, but it matters so much. And I'd love to celebrate the beginning of football with my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the poly kid. What is up, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Lots and lots and lots. We are going to preview the AFC North. We gave you our AFC East picks uh, the other day, Tuesday. It is now Thursday. Go back and check that out. AFC East, we do the Dolphins. We do the Jets. We do the Patriots. And we do the Bills. We did over-unders. We did uh, who's going to win the division. We did who's going to make the playoffs. We did props for each that. And we're going to do that again for the AFC North. And we have a little help. Because we have T.J. Hushmanzada, world-class wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals, former. He doesn't do it anymore. His hair's just gotten too long. They can't do anything about it, so he had to quit the league. Uh, he will join us later. But right now, joining us, let's bring him on, Mikey Meatballs. All right, he's already starting in. We can't, I can't even get the intro in. He's the co-host of Extra Points. You know that with me. He's the host of the Minus 3 podcast right here on the network. He's our resident Pittsburgh homer and my winner of Fruit of the Year two decades in a row, Dave Damashek. What's happening, Shaq? Oh, fellas, I'm just starting to feel like myself once again, and maybe it's because of the return of football, fake football for the next month, though it is. I'm excited about it, and uh, I'm just getting past 72 hours, 96 hours past uh, Vegas. Boy, I'm an old man. It takes me a long time to Mm. recover. It beat the hell out of me, too. I had back-to-back 5 a.m. nights, yeah. and uh, I should be recovered. It's freaking Thursday, but I've taken a crazy nap. I don't know if it's a COVID nap or what, but between, like, 2 and 5 p.m., I've been out, out of it, Shaq. But well, we, we got we to gotta come listen, back for football. It's over. I know, we do. We got to be, you know, fresh-eyed and ready to opine on Danucci v. Haskins. It's going to be <laughs> exhilarating. <laughs> Get ready for the first Civil War reenactment of the month. Here it comes, everybody. The lie to our collective eyes in advance of pro football season. The dupes among us will focus in on what they see in these coming weeks and make fantasy football, gambling decisions, and otherwise based off of this nonsense. It's abject jive, everybody. Damashek too smart to get sucked in. Stop it. We waited too long. Hey, uh, Parley Kid, I was telling Damashek, remember a guy named uh, Billy Davis? Uh, the wide receiver. He was from Pitt. Yep. Yes. And yes. He w- I mean, he yeah. was like our uh, our preseason hero. Yeah. He would go for like four uh-huh. touchdowns, like two or three preseasons in a row, and he couldn't make the roster. But yeah, that that is true. That goes to show you what we're up against here. Fandle has the Steelers <laughs> as a two-point favorite tonight. Mm-hmm. Over under a measly 31 and a half. Harry, oh. you have a pick on this? You what? you I mean I took the Cowboys in the over on the on the team. I think they can get to 26 by accident. I don't know what the hell is going on there. But what did Harry from Alaska? You you like uh the under. I do. Uh look, I like the under historically. I'm going to go historically here in terms of pro Bowl, in terms of Hall of Fame games. Uh Dallas has gone under and also the Steelers games have gone under. I'll, I'll date I'll show that clip and uh, I'll give that information during Sharp Tank, but I'm, I'm going to lean towards the under last year, too. Oh. Only 24 points. He's a little shaken up, uh, Shaq. You see, he's in Alaska. While yeah. the rest of us are, like, licking our wounds from Vegas, he's off. He's in. Uh, he's making videos at Glacier. I, I don't understand his situation. People, like, 
What goes on with Harry? How does he go on these vacations? I can't explain it. He's basically got a sugar daddy named Ken who takes yes. him all these places, Whoa. doesn't pay him otherwise. Yeah. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. We're told he has a girlfriend. We've seen her. <laughs> She's lovely. But this whole arrangement with Ken, I mean, has to make you wonder. Well, he, Shaq, do you have any well, he did, thoughts? Well, he did make me. I'm, I'm here in Alaska. So he told me he needed me to be his personal driver. What does that mean? What are you driving? A, a, like a snowmobile? Like back, Driving back to wherever he chooses to go to. Today, he's very okay. sick. So I got to go get him. I don't want to. He's very this. sick. Oh, no. I, yeah. Nice. <laughs> no. I don't want to. I don't want to get nice. dark or anything here. This is an exciting day with uh, pigskin uh, awaiting right. our eyeballs here. But Harry, yeah. those people are very like they Alaska, from what I understand, very big into their Second Amendment rights and their hunting rights. Just be careful. <laughs> with yourself out there. I could, <laughs> the people they, up there have never. I'm sure they've seen some strange things, but nothing yeah. quite like well, okay. you. They might mistake what kind of species you are. Next thing you know, Harry's head's on the wall. Yeah. Who knows? Half there are a lot of heads on the wall here at the bear. hotel. A lot of heads on the wall. Plus three, three of them there three are? to one odds. The cops are called. Behold that beast! That's why. <laughs> this is why you come to Alaska to see sights that you'll never see anywhere else <laughs> on the big blue marble. Bag it! It will be our greatest game yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, Harry. You might just want to stay in that hotel. The <laughs> we bagged an Oswegonian. Yeah. What yeah. is that thing? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, be careful. Get Harry. the harpoon. Uh, <laughs> well, Harry I'm is sorry, I think Harry. coming back next week. Yeah. Um, but he's in Alaska right now giving picks. He gave picks on a glacier. Um, really, like two uh, ama uh, amazing sights. But let's talk about what we have. Well, first of all, let's get through this beef. And I talked it over with Sheck yesterday, Parley mm. Kid. It is true. I think we let you off a little easy. Bri, Harry, you could jump in here. You made this proclamation. You're never betting again if Jalen Suggs doesn't go top four. Now, I don't know how you were you had the ins with the GMs that you thought this was going to happen. It's uh, way beyond your control. And, and Jalen Suggs did not go in the top four. And we brushed by it with all the party fun and everything. We're like, all right, partly kid, you're back in action. Shaq, you think there should be a punishment beyond, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know what happened. <laughs> well, listen, uh, listen, coach, which is now what I'm going to call you from now on. That's uh, what's going around. I know your old pal Garrett is big on that uh, prime time, too. Um, so, coach, um, you know, listen, yeah, parlay kid it, it should be ashamed of himself. But then again, I mean, this kind of you know, falls under your umbrella, doesn't it? You're in charge. I don't it's know. What, well, I don't know what I know. kind of ship you're running here. But right. to let people shoot their mouths off in, in Dave Damashek's book, words still matter. And right. uh, let me tell you something, Parlay Kid. You know, you can't just say, I will never gamble again. <laughs> never, ever. No more really bets for this guy. And then like, uh, and then like two days later, it's like, oh, well, you know how it goes. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> when you say that, there, there must, you, you, I mean, I don't know what, what, what we're going to do here. To invoke punishment, I think you have to still make your picks. I think you still have to make your bets, but we got to figure out something. And right quick, you I know, agree. Sal went to well, Sal went I, to law school. Didn't they teach you about in in criminology about like uh, swift, certain, and severe? Yeah. Like those are those those are the things we got to <laughs> send a message to everybody else. Yeah, here. it just it sullies the handicapping industry in mm. general. The you know the very very uh, you know. It's a, it's a righteous group. Um, so I don't know. I, I, don't I can't know argue with any of that. I really probably shouldn't bet ever again. Mm. I, I, you shouldn't. Right. I mean, All I right. really well, shouldn't. Let's, let's come uh -huh, up with a punishment. Uh -huh. But in the meantime, yes, you 
I mean, you're going to bet again. So what, you know, what are we doing here? All right, now, here's Sal? the thing. I, we can't have them not bet again. Can't Although trust, I, can't I trust say, teachers. Go- can't trust teachers. Golf, golf, <laughs> this season is pretty much over. So we really don't need parlay kit. I mean, that's no. really where he struck uh, the hardest <laughs> there. We did it on the 30 to one odd golfers. So I, I don't know. I think we have to at least parlay kit suspend you for the next three sharp tanks, which you might be, okay. you might welcome okay. that. I mean, that's like, you might be okay I mean, I'm with coming that anyway. off a sharp tank win. I'm coming off you a are? That's gold right. medal sharp tank win with David Taylor. First in your last five. All right. Oh, no, All right. I've been pretty, I've been decent on my sharp tank. Yeah. I think we have to do three sharp tanks. Brother Bri, you agree? I mean, it's got to be something, right? I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. I mean, when we put the graphic up, it'll be Harry's pick. It'll be Brother Bri's sus- pick. I bet suspended. And Paul right. say so, suspended. So that means any, so for the rest <laughs> of you guys, so anytime, say, like Harry says, all right, I'm giving up weed. Like he's got to oh. give it up when forever, that? Now, right? Yes, he's yes, got to give it right. up forever. I've never heard him okay. say that, but yeah, well, yeah that's a good example. I'm going to give up ever. eatings, eat, you know, food. I he would never, uh, he food. would never do that. All right, like this, saying, these like are high Sal, standards like, we're setting. Darren. These are very high standards we're it's like, setting. For it's like Sal saying and he's also, giving up farming. I mean, David's also the same guy who said Talladega Nights is is the best comedy of this century. Oh, we should give up. We also got to keep that in mind. No, man. Well, first of all, that's what, yeah, I said that and I stand by it. I didn't say if Talladega Nights is not the greatest comedy of the millennium, then I'll never eat a hamburger well, again. Like, right, that, that, it's that, not, that, it's not even Sasha Baron Cohen's uh, top five in the in this century, I don't think, wow. in terms of funny. Wow. And the butter don't try, don't the try and change the subject. No good, Dave, either. The what? Well, I, 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 never butter milk look, donut, number it, one ever. In all fairness, in all fairness, I you know what? I probably do deserve some type of punishment. In all fairness. Okay. Yeah, you I do. Of course you do. You don't shoot your Let- mouth off. Eddie Spaghetti, <laughs> we're getting loose here. Eddie Spaghetti shoots his mouth off unnecessarily <laughs> last month, declaring uh, that, uh, what, what, was, what was it? That if Aaron Rodgers isn't the starting quarterback of the Packers, by the way, we didn't give that update. We have to get to that. Good for Eddie Spaghetti. Spaghetti, said, jump in here. He yeah, said if Aaron right. Rodgers isn't the Packers starting quarterback this year, that he will not watch the New York Giants this year. Now we don't have to confront that. But it sucks he, for him. Now he's got to watch this team. They can't even, uh, they beat up them each other more than the other teams. And Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> you get to watch the Giants. Um, Spaghetti's been beat up by you a lot. There was a, l- a lot of time you, you went after his girlfriend. It's a, it's not right, Shaq. It's not right. <laughs> but I think you're confusing spaghetti. me with one of our colleagues. I didn't go after. <laughs> I didn't no, go I after mean, his girlfriend. went after that way. Yeah. All right. Spaghetti, um, you want to jump in here? Go ahead. Defend yourself. I, I just want to say I was right all along. I knew I'd be right. <laughs> Darren Rodgers thing. I never sweated once, and I'm very glad I get to watch the NFC eventual NFC East Division champion New York mm. Football Giants. All right. right, there you go. But just not a crazy same. bet. Just to say, Martin shouldn't be hitting on your girlfriend. I, I know that. All that, all that aside, all that aside, right, we have Shaq? to figure that out. We, we, we that's <laughs> no a, comment. That's another issue we really have to dig in on and figure I mean, out once and for all. If the kid gets a punishment, I mean, for God's sakes, we're gonna have to. Yeah, this is what I'm talking down. about. Sli- three game, three Slippery day, slope. Uh, three weeks sharp tank suspension. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, I can do that. Really it's, a little little harsh. it's a little harsh, Darren. <laughs> I'm a little bummed that we can't with Parlay Kid because of his advanced age and uh, and bad <laughs> genes. We can't like put the perm on him. Like I, as uh, Sal may recall, I once made a, a bet with our half man half beast friend uh, Ray that that, uh, that I could throw a football normally 
further than he could throw it behind his back. Now, like I say, million dollar body, 10 cent head. Of course, I have it over on him because he's, right. you know, he has the cleverness of a, of a chimpanzee. <laughs> right. um, and so I defeated him in that. And the punishment was he had to get a perm that was red, white and blue and keep it for a week. So he did. We can't do that to the parlay kid. We Maybe can, like, how about that? Way. I mean, if you wanted to be gambling, I I turn to you, coach. But I think that maybe like a full week or maybe a, even better, a, a fortnight without explanation to anyone who looks or asks, he has to go half uh, shaved beard all the way. Like and cannot like half Ooh. his face must be clean. The other half must keep the goatee that it uh, currently. I mean, wears. he's presiding over these summer school kids trying to no, set an yeah, example. Yeah, but it's done. You know, I got I got tough. some time off. Yeah. I mean, if it's got to be that, I mean. All I, right. I, why don't you choose three weeks of sharp tank or the half uh, inexplicable half beard? And then we have to move well, on. Well, we the didn't episode. do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot I mean, going on. Well, Parley Kid's done this with the UFC uh, before, right? He's he's claimed he'll never bet the UFC, but. Uh, that, that's right. That's yeah. No, no. How about Parlay Kid does not Just do my I, tuition picks. That's <laughs> it, really. I've never said I would. How about Parlay Kid dresses, has to dress up and not dress like a trucker every every week? Oh, my God, Harry. Wow. This Can Harry wear a different shirt? Like, maybe for one <laughs> podcast. But Parlay Kid has to accompany Ken to uh, yeah, Nova please, Scotia. Yeah, please. Please. Oh. All right. Hey, look, or, at worse, or at worst, you have to send us one of the the two good defensemen that the Islanders have to Pittsburgh. That 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 <laughs> that feels like a fair bet. One of the only two actually good hockey players you have. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> which one, which one of the four do you want then? Which one of the four best? Do you want? I, I don't know. Let's just celebrate Pollock. the coaching. Yay, Trot! He coached good. Yay! Well, how exciting! No wonder everybody went so wild right, up on Long Island. Way. We coached so, good up there. All right, let's go. Let's two go. months Football. away. Two months away. We have to move Ugh, forward, and not forward to two months uh, when hockey begins. But uh, well, you know what? Let's look at today. The AF, the uh, Hall of Fame game. It's a lot of fun. Before we get into the AFC North. We'll take a ride on the Riverboat Casino. And in honor of the Hall of Fame game, I ask you guys, which piece of NFL memorabilia would you most want to possess? Well, we had, uh, oh, we had our buddy on. He was he was so good yesterday. You've met him before, Sheck? Oh, David Baker? No, I've Sorry. never yeah, actually David met Baker. him. No, I've I, yeah. I, I, I'd never met him. I did uh, see, I got the quintessential deep in the bowels of uh, Canton, um, mm -hmm. all the items that they don't even like, they have, it's funny of all the stuff they have on display, they have five times that amount, like buried in these rooms, sort of like Raiders of the Lost Ark with the, the last scene when they push it in, they have rooms and rooms of these. And I got to go through that stuff. And that's you can what, imagine. that's not available to the public. Those yeah. rooms, yeah, the, the, the baseball like, Cooperstown has that too. And I got to go through that. That, that was, that's pretty great too. It's yeah. super neat. Yeah. Like I, you know, for uh, a dope like me who loves the uniforms and everything to see like, here you, was wait, what the you, you Jaguars what? were going to wear yeah. as their original helmet. Like, Oh my God, I'm wild for this. You know, they, <laughs> they found their audience finally for that tour. All right. No, so, I, well, you, you know more than we do about this memorabilia. Some of the, as far as we're concerned, doesn't even exist, but if you were, to collect or possess a piece of NFL memorabilia that hangs in the Hall of Fame or, or otherwise, which would you want? Is it the immaculate reception ball, five to one odds? David Tyree's helmet, seven to one odds. Uh, Bella Cheat's spy cam, 150 to one odds. The Madden Cruiser, 500 to one odds. Or you could take the field, minus 200. Check. It seems easy. I think you would go immaculate reception ball. You'd see the scuff from the hitting the turf. And um, yeah, you would probably like probably 
refinish it so that it looks pristine and not don't be a stinker like don't be a stinker and off the ground clearly. yeah don't be a stinker one and two don't worry that wasn't one of the playoff wins that led them to a super bowl victory over the dallas cowboys that, don't <laughs> worry that was that, that was uh other years that that i just happened. remember the last one the last super bowl we played but go ahead yeah well that was nice that neil o'donnell felt bad for larry brown he's like oh, let me give you something i, I want <laughs> i want you to be remembered he was uh, he was being selfless on that that was a gave weird a ridiculous time to gave him a ridiculous contract that brought his oh, raiders oh, yeah for, for two days later, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Even better, the Jets the the Jets went out and got Neil O. Look That's how true. that worked mm. out. Beautiful. Um, I uh, I I my favorite item that I've seen in there because it just makes my head spin is Tom Dempsey's sixty three yard mm. field goal boot. He has I mean, it's it's not so much a shoe. You would never That's, know it's a, a great- shoe. Yeah, because if you see it, people you it, without context of like what it, if somebody said what is that thing shoe would be like wouldn't be in the top ten. I don't. It looks like a sledgehammer thing or like that. Right. You know the the hammer on that. Um, it's I listen. Good for him. He made a sixty three yarder. Don Cricky, if you don't know, makes the uh, the the great call on that. I think it was nineteen seventy. But Dempsey, you know, he had a half a foot, which is an infirmment. And, and right. so, of course, we should celebrate that, except for the fact that he turned that uh, detriment into a positive by putting on his shoe. He put uh-huh. a steel plate in his shoe. Right. He basically turned his foot into a two iron. I would make I, I could make 63 yard <laughs> field goals, too, if I got to have a steel boot. We make a big deal about Tom Brady taking air out of the ball. This guy, this guy had steel in his shoe, a steel <laughs> toe boot. Outrageous! It was flat too, straight. It went straight through. And so this is what you would. This is the here we go. Sheck going after yep. the handicap again. I mean, this is just every <laughs> single episode. He's just pick your poison there. And now it's Tom Dempsey's shoe. Call me racist again. This is. Uh, I think it's a little racist too. I have to say, I don't even know what color Tom Dempsey is. I think this is racist. Yeah, this is the equivalent of you know we've talked to the parlay kid had to wrestle a blind guy and he was excellent. The guy uh, excellent under the. Under the <laughs> revised rules, where as soon as you broke contact, you had to restart one hand up, one hand down. So he had an advantage. He had a keen advantage there. Um, there are some of these where um, where the handicapped are helped along. Uh, but right. overall, it, it's not good to be handicapped. Overall, it's a it's a detriment, right? It's tough pros to and cons, that. pros and gotcha. cons, like everything right. else in the world. So but you do give me a good idea. Parlay yeah. kids punishment. <laughs> Wrestle Harry's brother. <laughs> oh, wow. and, and Harry's brother, Harry's That's brother it. does not bathe. Harry's brother is not allowed to bathe oh, he, for he, at he least wouldn't. three days he in advance. Don't worry about anyway. that, Dave. Dave, don't worry about that. <laughs> not sumo, allowed to bathe. Sumo wrestle. Yeah. No, do it like honor, honor where the Olympics started. Nude. Like the Greeks oh. did it. <laughs> no, come oh. on. I think that's fair. That That's you, not bad. That's not bad. I mean, let's do that. I, I think it'd be a lot bad. of fun. Parley, so kid. Good. Parley kid would be into it. I don't know if it's got. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you uh, what. After right, I mean, oh. I don't know. I, I definitely would have the advantage in that, right, Harry? Oh, yeah, it no, would. oh he'd be, win. Okay, good. You'd win. Okay, good. Win. Would you? I, would you really I'd win? win or I'd though? never gamble again. <laughs> no, it's not really winning either way. Any contact with that monstrosity? <laughs> Tomato uh, juice and industrial soaps for weeks on end. Dave, Dave, you didn't you didn't like his you didn't like his dance? I I I adored it. Nice, the pig jig, the pig jig, yeah. yeah. 
Terrific. Beautiful. He should be on Dancing with the Stars, really. I don't know if he'd be the pro or the Did, did anybody else notice? I think Parley Kid was saying this the other day when he did the pig jig, though, that his whole ass was out. Like, literally, his, his shorts were oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not sure if the, the audience really noticed, That's but it was, it. it was out. It was part of it. Was that. Little really Mario good. might still be wedged in there for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Parley oh. Kid, answer. What do you think? Your favorite uh, NFL memorabilia? You'd want to most possess well i mean look i i already probably possess what what we're talking about here in tony oh. romo's uh uh game jersey is i think from his last win as an nfl right. starter courtesy of mm. uh cousin andy and uh cousin sal so thank you guys very much uh but you know what how about sal i always admired tom landry's top hats right i always oh. wear a hat on the show yeah. i would right. love to own <laughs> one of tom landry's top hats I'd probably wear it on the podcast all the time if I ever really? had it. Stepping of it up. Yeah. I, the beautiful bald head that Tom Landry had. Yeah. Um, the classiest coach in NFL history. Uh, right. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I'd definitely take that top hat from. All right. It wasn't it was a I regular wear, fedora, you weird. That wasn't a top hat. That's true. It wasn't a top hat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> top no, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. A fedora. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying top hat. A top yeah, hat right. would have been good. Oh, yeah. I love you know, a coach. Fedora, I'm not a hat Coach needs a top but. hat. Harry's <laughs> uh, brother owns a top hat. I actually. He, that's for real. true. He does. He wore, he wore it to Ken's first wedding. Yes, Ken's uh, fir <laughs> first of a series of weddings. Yeah. What, now that Jason yeah. Garrett and Deion Sanders yeah. have announced but, you know, themselves Tom to be Landry's fancy men, they should wear top hats on the <laughs> sideline. Check Coach. Landry's hat or Bum Phillips hat if you had that. Oh, one. Bum. Bum all day. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, what, what's better than Bum Phillips wearing a 10 gallon hat and his uh, cowboy right. boots and his Western shirts <laughs> at an right. NFL football game during the game? <laughs> it was the right. best. Lombardi would wear one too, right? Lombardi had uh, just a, I don't even know what you would call that hat, but he would fedora. wear it. Fedora. That was a fedora? Oh, yeah, I, I guess think it so. Was. Yeah. yeah, the Perry character. So I guess Perry yeah. didn't invent that. All right. Uh, jump in, uh, Brother Bri. What do you say? Memorabilia. Yeah, when Parlika was think saying that, I was thinking, yeah, one of those Al Davis like white jumpsuits or whatever, tracksuits, whatever the hell they were. But you could probably, I could probably yeah. get one of those at like Walmart or, or, or some shit. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I would definitely yeah, say probably, if you're going to give me 501 odds on the uh, Madden Cruiser, I'd probably take that. Because as a kid, it's funny you brought that up. Because as a kid, the Madden Cruiser to me was like the coolest thing. I wanted to own that. And as a kid, the two things I wanted were that and um, the go kart from the end of Double Dare. If you ever used to watch that game, those are like the two things as a kid oh, yeah. that I wanted. Um, <laughs> but although I looked at it recently, and I looked at the Madden Cruiser this morning, and I was like, the Madden. It's it was a piece shitty. of shit. Like the the inside of it, well, and like the the light brown <laughs> cabinets, it, and the yeah. really shitty sofas. Yeah. Um, so I'd have to fix it up so it wasn't a piece of shit. But it was definitely a piece of shit. I mean, it's still John Madden's yeah. liking, right? So there's got to be nothing, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing like pops out of that shit. Like uh, probably an oversized toilet and a an 18 inch Zenith. Yes, TV that's exactly what. There was like a really bad stereo <laughs> in there. It was uh, pretty great though. Yeah, old turkey bones <laughs> just laying right. around yeah. underneath yeah. couches yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, dead turducken <laughs> carcass or something. All right, Harry, jump in. I know what you're gonna say. That dumb helmet, right? Look, I'm gonna say, of course, David Tyree. I got five reasons. Five reasons why that would be for me number one you went to syracuse uh number yeah. two which you didn't but i don't know why that's exciting real close enough uh probably yeah. the greatest one of the greatest quarters in super bowl history and that's before we get to the catch he gave the giants a 10-7 lead with a slant across the middle from five yards from eli 
not plaques check, but David Tyree, not Toomer. David Tyree had the touchdown to give the Giants a 10 7 lead. The catch itself was art, it was a thing of beauty. A, a number four allowed the Giants to win. And I don't want to hear it from Parlay Kid that Eli should have been called for in the grass because he's complained about it numerous times. And number five, uh, I, no, was I, no, I, the, I was at the game in Phoenix in 2008, bringing home the Super Bowl for the Giants and partied with them afterwards. Yeah. Part of it. I hated that. That was one of the Super Bowls that I could I had nobody to root for. I had nobody hated. I feel like there's been like seven or eight of those recently because I, I can't stand more and more teams as they rack up. But my God, that that's so so underrated the part of it that Eli, because what is it? If if that's incomplete, it's fourth, it's, it's fourth, fourth and down, 15, fourth and fifteen, fourth and ten. If it's called in the in the grasp, it's like fourth and eighteen. And the clock runs. Oh, forget. Yeah, I mean, shit. listen, yeah. in the grasp, or I mean, Sean O'Hara will concede. I mean, a, a ridiculous hold. Oh, yeah. I mean, a, insane. Course. But I do like the idea of Harry getting um, uh, Tyree's helmet because it would fit about like this <laughs> on his head. <laughs> this, this is basically what, Look at this. I love Tyree. Remember when we partied? Remember when we partied? That was a great night. You it's made true, the catch. Right? You went to Syracuse. I uh, didn't. Hey Dave, hey, Dave, afterwards, Plaxico was great, though. Had a blast with Plaxico after the game. Hey. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Why do you think I care? I mean, listen, Plexico. <laughs> tell Eddie Spaghetti about that. Those, those are the good times with the Giants. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Damashek did the right, same voice go. for Harry as he did for Parlay Kid. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like uh, Billy Madison, right? It sounds like Adam Sandler. Billy <laughs> if I have to go... Uh, with something that belongs to the NFL, I'm going to say um, the balls on that referee slash oh, replay <laughs> official who called the Des Bryant catch incomplete. Oh, Definitely a catch. Definitely a catch, Shaq. It's a freaking catch. If you go by the football move or anything, that's Des's football move. That's his exact football move. The yep. football move has to be specific to the player. That's now. I'm not going to say Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have gone down. He did take them all the way down the field. They got a first down, like a tip pass on That's third got and thirteen. Greedy Schmid. That was a damn catch. That should be a catch in today's That's NFL and in oh. ten years ago the NFL. Shame on that referee. But I would like to have his oh. balls and put it up right there on my uh, mantle with uh, all my next other, to Harry's uh, head. The um, <laughs> I. I, the th I, what's funny with that one was in Nothing's the moment. Nothing's funny I, with that one. Not you're, that well, you're right. thing is funny. You're right. Believe me. Wait, I, I didn't get Jesse James. I know I know the pain. Right. Um, the uh, the thing that w with that was in the moment, as soon as it happened, that like within seconds, and if you can figure out on Twitter how to, if anybody gives a good goddamn, in that moment, I tweeted out immediately, watch this, they're about to overturn this. I, you could, I knew they were going to overturn it based on the letter of the rule, as cockamamie as it is. It all goes back to that Calvin Johnson catch, of course. Yeah. And it's outrageous. And, of course, the common sense gets thrown out the window. And, by the way, we should celebrate Al Riveron has retired now. So, hopefully, we're on to brighter days. Can't go, can't get any worse than what we saw in the True. Riveron era. Um, I don't even think he oversaw that one. Either way, point is, I'm with you, Sal. That was the, I felt, Awful. I kind of felt right. for you. There you go. That was our Riverboat Casino. I think that was a nice segment. Now, Shaq, convince us why the Steelers over eight and a half to win the division. I'm sorry, over eight and a half wins is a good play, aside from the fact that we've heard a million times that Mike Tomlin doesn't go under 500. Obviously, 17 right. games, over 18, even odds, over eight and a half, even odds. 
puts them at nine and eight. They're a plus 170 for yes. Help us out here because the Steelers, I remember, lost five of the last six, then signed an embarrassing playoff loss to the Browns. They give Tomlin an extra three years. Their offensive line allowed the fewest sacks, 14, which is, uh, that's an enigma because Big Ben got rid of the ball, but 0.3 seconds every single time. But they had the most sacks at 56. Um, In a way, they're a lucky team. They were seven and two in one score games. They lose Pouncey, Filer, DeCastro, Villanueva on the offensive line. Defensively, we love them, right? TJ Watt, uh, one of three players with 10 plus sacks in his last three years. And Fitzpatrick, how many picks in the last? How about he had nine interceptions in 30 games? I like that, but my God, it really feels like the Steelers are about to be eight and nine. I'm going over, by the way. Parley Kid's going over. Brother Bry's going over. Convince Harry who's going under with this pick. Um, well, I mean, the one fundamental point that you just made was halfway there. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season, and this right. is not like a six-year run. We're talking a decade and a half now. Mm-hmm. You know who else has 14 it? 14 The quarterback. Yep. The quarterback hasn't had a losing season either. I mean, you really have to dig deep into your cynicism to to think that this team, with an extra game, and Sal, I know we keep, I keep pointing that out, um, and it's rudimentary, but I really do think people kind of forget, like, eight and a half— uh, they have 17 games to win nine. That is not uh, right. Not but I know you don't care optimism. about this. I know you don't care about this, but your Steelers extra games are, well, not there, but they're extra beyond their division in the NFC North is Seattle, Tennessee, yeah. and at Buffalo. So I don't know how excited you want to be about this extra yeah. game. I, I Well, I, it's, a, it's 60 more minutes to maybe scratch out that right. one extra game they need. I have them at 10 if you want to bet that, if you really mm. want to try to circle that. But that's not my formal pick yet. On the eve of the regular season, I will make my final pick for the Steelers record because, as you know, Sal, six years yeah. in a row, I, I said the exact win total for the pick. Is that's that pretty really remarkable. Serious? Six years wow. in a row. Six straight yeah. years. That's six straight great. years. Including some eight and eights in there. Um, but so, yeah. Uh, but for now, I'll say 10 if I had to pick. But the point is, do they get to nine? The answer is yes. And I'll refer you back to, and I completely agree with this, it is a year-to-year league, and don't get sure. caught up in looking back. But that being said, when Roethlisberger hurt his elbow two years ago, they almost made the playoffs with Doug Hodges. Yeah. I mean, what as as the yep. team dropped off from to your eyes yep. significantly from there. I no, really like the division got better. I think. Okay, okay. I that's another thing I balk at. You want the best bet in the division? It might be the Cleveland Browns to win it at plus one fifty-five. I don't know why the Ravens are still are still getting. Um, are, are yeah. still the favorite over them. I think the Ravens are the team that maybe slides back a little bit. Everybody assumes it's Pittsburgh this year. I think it's Baltimore. I really don't know. They're all based around that run game. And if they, they have questions at both tackle spots on offense and the front seven is old, that's all you, you hear about is that was the story with Pittsburgh is they're getting a little long in the tooth up front. That's what the Ravens now are. Calais Campbell is dynamite. Uh, Derek Wolf is dynamite. Justin Houston is dynamite. They're all old though. Um, so I think they might regress ever so slightly. I, I'll take the under on them. As a matter of fact, I'll take Pittsburgh at nine with high end pieces. I mean, it is a star powered league. Your Dallas Cowboys have operated off of that premise for long stretches. Sal Minka Fitzpatrick is a star. Joe Hayden is a high end cover yep. corner. Um, 
the Cam Hayward might be the best defensive tackle besides Aaron Donald. He dominates. Mm-hmm. Stephon Tuitt is a great piece in the pass rush. TJ Watt may be the best pass rusher. I know that's a, a fun conversation, but he's certainly in the top three or four at worst. And now you're throwing Melvin Ingram on the other side by all accounts. I don't listen too much to training camp stuff, but everybody is very excited about sophomore Alex Highsmith, how he looks. He's added muscle and so on and so forth. Um, and then the other guy who's a big factor for them is Devin Bush, who you'll remember a few years ago. Now yep. they traded up to get oh, at yeah. number 10 and he hasn't really popped yet. He's coming back from the ACL, but he's a big factor in the way Tomlin likes to run that defense. The inside linebacker has to be able to drop in coverage. That's why they did that. He's the only guy who can do that. If he's healthy, the defense should be borderline mighty. And, you know, I, I think the, again, the cynicism around Roethlisberger, Let's remember this. They were 11 and 0. I think we're I really do I think we're overthinking this. Okay, wow, they boy, they were terrible down the stretch. Yep. Yes, they were. I, I just don't also, think we knew they were what we were up. looking at. Yep. What we were looking at in the quarterback, he'd take one step back and he just like yeah. fuck it. He had like 4.6 air yards or I don't even know what the hell that is, but it was the worst at anyone with eight or more starts. I have them losing at Buffalo, at Green Bay, um at Cleveland. At Cincinnati, I think you go three and three. You were four and two in the division. At Minnesota, at Kansas City, at Baltimore, and then I, I mean that that those last four are really rough. Tennessee, at KC, Cleveland, and at Baltimore. You got You have to have a winning record going yeah. into that uh, before that the, the last quarter of the schedule. I have I a hard time. Teams. I, it I does matter like what you perceive the rest of the, obviously the six games that goes a long way to getting you to one side or the other of a win total, but. I also, I that's another thing I try not to get too swept up in. It's like strength of schedule from last year. It yeah. was last no, year. No, it's not. It's strength of schedule based on the win probability, win totals this year. Oh, it's that's based it on, is. oh, okay. Because yeah. generally they, they base it off of the preceding no, year. They face zero quarterbacks in the bottom 20%. That's important. They have 10 games versus 2020 playoff teams. All right, you don't like that as much because it's 2020. But they, they have five prime time, obviously, the, the Steelers. That's going to happen. You have to believe in Najee Harris, who's going to propel them north of 84 yards a game rushing. And you have to believe in Big Ben. The defense is there, we know. And you have to believe that the Browns aren't going to just go crazy, um, wake up and and, and dominate this division. Without getting deep in the weeds, the Steelers did struggle in the last quarter of the season, last third of the season. The aforementioned mighty defense was not so mighty in big spots on third downs in second halves. They really did drop the ball a little bit. Um, so that, that's a, that's a a minor concern for me, but you know, we talked to Jeff Schwartz the other day on minus three, he had, he's hearing good things and he is one of the very few human beings who is plugged in and understands offensive line play individually and collectively and everything else. And he says he's hearing good stuff about the interior of that offensive line. It's young. I guess the big question is he hearing good stuff. It's preseason. No one cares about, but you said it yourself. Preseason is nonsense. Where's he hearing good things? Bitten by my own snake. You're right. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I, what do I know? But I know I, I, it's one of the, I think running back as a position, give me youth and fresh legs over yeah. experience. Same goes with a secondary, largely offensive line. I think you would want like these tenured grizzled vets with big, long beards and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But who's to say that the, the athletic youth that they're going to throw out there this year 
um, can't All work right. out. It's a crap. Sh- that I mean, it's a it's a coin flip. Nobody knows how that offensive line is going to come together or not. But they do still have a first ballot Hall of Famer quarterback. They have a gaggle of great, not good, great playmakers. And now you plug Najee Harris into that, and you have a, a top five defense. Yep. In all the NFL. I mean, that doesn't add up all to right. me. That doesn't, I mean, it's like hard to, oh, they're going to stink. Like, what's stink? No, like, nine stink. And I think eight? eight or nine. I, I, but by the way, I think this division is really, really tough to call. I could see anything happening except the Bengals winning it. And But I think all the win totals are within mm-hmm. one get really good job with the win yeah. totals for everybody. But I think the Ravens is high for sure, 11. But we got to say goodbye to you, Sheck. I think, I think we'll say, uh, talk more Steelers. I have a feeling uh, this month. And the rest of the way through January, hopefully. Tell Hushmanzada to keep his terrible <laughs> towel in a pocket where it belongs. If he takes it out and he, he starts shining <laughs> it, he'll put a pox again on the Bengals and the Ravens. All right. All right. <laughs> Dave Damashek, minus three. Check him out. Pinch, right? There you go. Good luck Man, in your yeah, wrestling. Nice Can't wait to watch. All right. There you go, Shaq. All right. We're going to go over the rest of the AFC North right now. All right, there you go. We had to let Sheck go because he could go on forever and ever. I mean, he could talk for really probably 18 hours on the Steelers and they've not even played a game yet. But do you guys have anything to add, Harry? What do you, what did he convince you? I know you out of the four of us were the only one going under eight and a half. I don't love it. I think it's right there, eight or nine. Yeah. Uh, I would say if I gave it stars out, this is a one star pick, I think. But you like under eight and a half. You're going against Tomlin's streak. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go uh, Steelers to go eight and nine this year too, Sal. I know you kind of like that as well. Close, nine, eight, eight, nine. I'm going eight and nine though because yeah. this line is fishy here. Uh, 12 wins last year. Now the total is eight and a half. I'm banking on Big Ben at 39 years old to go down. And if he does, it's either Haskins or Rudolph. Uh, last in rushing last season, a lot of pressure on Najee Harris here. Uh, their wide receivers are average at best. Um, I'm going average at best. Going to, right, what? Right. Average at best. No, Harry, no. That's not right, Harry. You screwed up there. Well, no, I don't think Smith so. Schuster, I mean, Claypool, I mean, Deontay Schuster, Jones. Schuster, overall, look at the numbers, but not the greatest. I, look at their... I mean, if you average. want to complain about those receivers dropping a lot of balls last Washington year, maybe. That, but Washington was supposed to be better. He's not that good. Who? Washington's not even at top three, though. I'm Who saying, I'm, but also... Johnson, Juju. Juju was oh, even you're just leading saying. receiver Why don't you just say you're just saying? I had no idea you were just saying. If it's a just <laughs> eight and nine. we can move on. Eight and nine. <laughs> ben goes down anyways. I mean, At 39, he's right, not last. Uh, Farley kid, I think Dave uh, presented a compelling argument, and you were going over anyway. Yeah, going over. Uh, man, I, I hate to say like I, I feel like I have three out of the four teams over in this division. Mm. Uh, or actually... Jeez, I think I have all four over. So we'll have to figure that out. Well, you, you'll I mean, see I went game by game. Next. Spending the, uh, yeah, well, next. well, you'll see what I've done. You'll see what I've done. I've, I've just when we get there. But here's the thing. Tomlin, 14 straight years without yeah. a losing record. Ben is very, he wants to go out. I'm not saying he probably wants to go out on top. I don't think the Steelers mm-hmm. is going out on top, but he wants to go out as a winner. I think they have a very good receiving court. Najee Harris makes them automatically better offensively. They haven't had a really a running game here for several years. And I think mm-hmm. that's hurt Ben. He'll be able to get the ball downfield better this year than he has the last few years. The defense is uh, going to be a still top 10 in the league. They're winning. They're going to win nine games. I, I think that's very fair to say. And they'll still yeah. be a threat to win that division. 
It's interesting. So over eight and a half is even. Playoffs, yes, is plus one seventy. Bry, what's the better of those two bets? You, just, you would play it safe. Uh, for over yeah, eight I, think and a half? I, I think I'd play uh, over eight and a half. I, I might play both. I mean, that was last year. Last year, I had mm-hmm. a bunch on the Steelers that that came through. But um, yeah, I like I like it too. I mean, I think we're, you know, we're emphasizing that that poor play late in the season, but it was weird. They, even though their offensive line was terrible, they kind of just left, lost their way on offense. I mean, with those really quick passes, they totally abandoned mm-hmm. the run game or the deep pass. I would think that'll change a little bit. Harris, even if, even if the line still is bad, Harris is such an upgrade. It's definitely going to help that way. But look, look they can definitely win. They, their schedule is tough, but they could win. I know. And I know the Raiders play spoilers and that's who they have the first game at home. That's their home game week two. But, they could definitely right. win their first six games at home. Like if you, if you look at the that right, they have uh, it's it's the Raiders at home, Bengals at home, Denver at home, Seattle at home, Chicago at home, Detroit at home. Those are their first six games at home. Well, they're favored for yeah, sure. In they're all favored those, in all yeah. of those, so they could they could start out of the gate uh, and win five yeah. of those and be you know five and four, even if they lost all three on the road. So. Um, well, yeah, and sprinkled in there the road games at Buffalo, at Green Bay, yeah, and those, at Cleveland. Those all, are all tough. Yeah, those but, are tough. Yeah. But well, they're gonna. We we said they have to start off uh, out of the gate fast, mm-hmm. right? Because they're at Minnesota versus Tennessee, at KC versus Cleveland, and at Baltimore. I know Damashek doesn't like them, but those are real teams yeah. on the <laughs> schedule. So what are you gonna do? All right. So three of us like over. Harry likes under for the Steelers. Eight and a half. I don't think we'll get to the division winners in a second. I don't think either of us, any of us, like them to win the division necessarily. Then you have the Ravens over under 11 and arguably the best division, right? It's this or the AFC West, uh, the NFC West, right? For best division. It's got to be. Oh, uh, yeah. Any, N- NFC other? West Wait. definitely is. Yes. Yeah, so NFC Ravens, West, I don't know. If you add up the NFC West wins. is the most even, right? Like you could, you could I really, think so. Could, yeah. Cause they don't have right, a bangle. Right. Exactly. Any team can win the NFC West. Right. But the Ravens. So, uh, Try to think. So there were three playoff teams from this AFC North, and the Ravens are still in eleven. The over is even odds to make the playoffs. The yes is minus three ten. The no is plus two forty. They started six and five last year. They won their last five, and then they lost to Buffalo. That was supposed to be that was the game we were looking forward to the most, the playoff game, right? Mm-hmm. And just kind of sucked. Boring. I don't know what it was. Boring. They just don't score no in these playoff games. They averaged fifteen points in the last two playoff games. The one before was against Tennessee. They got they got beat up. They have the best point differential in the NFL last two seasons. They're 35 and 13 over the last three. I don't know why I don't love this team. I should like them a lot more. They have seven pro bowlers, number yeah. one rushing offense the last two years, uh, 190 yards per game back to back. That's insane. Back to back years with Jackson, Dobbins, and Edwards. Uh, I don't know what else. They, they, what's weird is they and the Jets have no thousand yard receivers in the last that's, four years. Yeah, yep. that's, that's it. And now it's they get Watkins in there, they get Bateman, they drafted Bateman, yeah. right? That's yeah, who was the kid. Ravens' last uh, like good who the hell receiver? Could it be? I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> Ma- I don't Mason, even know. Mason? Was it Steve, Mason, was Steve Smith on that? Did he do anything uh, for that? Was he on I this? Mean, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know what. What he about did. Mason? Derek. Derek. Mason. Yeah, maybe Mason. Derek Mason. Yeah. Uh, defense though, ten returning starters. Yep. Plus Justin Houston. Yep. Plus the linebacker was the first pick. They lose Matt Judon. Uh, I got him at nine wins. Mm. I have them at nine wow. and eight. I don't know why I don't like them as much. I just feel like 
it doesn't really matter what receiver you put in there for this offense. It is what it is mm -hmm. with Lamar Jackson. Bri, I have them losing to your, to, at Vegas the first oh. week. And then I have what's, them losing versus KC. So what's wrong them. with you? What's wrong? <laughs> I don't know. It's a Monday night. I think I think they go in hot. Um, uh, they also have a tough last four. What do you What are you thinking for this team? I say nine and eight. I say a good deal under the eleven. Um, well, I still I like the over here. I, I still like over eleven. Eleven being a push, obviously. But you know, Lamar Lamar mm -hmm. regressed last year a little bit, right in the passing game. But yeah. regardless, he's still a winner. He's thirty and seven as a starter. You know, again, you yep. said, you know, yep. they did upgrade the receiving core, but I don't even know how much that necessarily matters. I do like Bateman, um, Watkins, I'm not sure. But Dobbins should have a breakout year this year. Uh, they always seem to restock their offensive and defensive line. So th those will be pretty, will be good. Their defense will be good. Um, if you look at their schedule, though, look at their schedule. They'll be favored in almost every game this year if you, if you go through it. I mean, obviously, there's a few. Yeah but they're going to be favored in almost everyone. So if they do well in their first three road games, right? So I know you haven't losing the Raiders, but they have uh, Raiders, Lions, Broncos, right? Those are three of their first games, four games on the road. But then right. they have four straight at home and they don't play a road game for six weeks. So it's going to be really beneficial. Right. So if they get out to a good start on the road, which they should beat those teams, um, I think they're going to go over the eleven. All right. Uh, who else has over? My uh, Parley kid, you have over, correct? Yeah, I'm taking the over here. Worst case, I think we get a push, uh, as Brother Brian alluded to. I mean, Jackson averages, um, his, basically his career projects about 12 and a half wins a season as a starter. Uh, mm -hmm. I think what we'll see with Jackson is like Brian, Brother Brian made another great point. We saw a little regression with Jackson, uh, but I think he bounces back with a big year. I know their biggest, I just don't get their receiver situation where they just seem very content with Hollywood Brown, a guy like Watkins uh, and Andrews. They're very, you know, an excellent tight end. But uh, yes, they drafted Bateman. That's going to help. But uh, still, you would think they'd go after maybe just a bigger name guy that would be available. Like the way the Bills went out and got digs. They just haven't mm -hmm. really done that. That being said, Dobbins is going to be a leading rusher this year. Under Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator, they just reload every year. They reload. They have a lot of guys back anyway, maybe a little long in the tooth, but we know that certain defenses are just always good year in and year out because the, Ra the Ravens have consistency in, in their game and what they do. So their defense is always top. They were top seven last year. They'll be in that area again. Jackson is just a winning quarterback. He's going to win them games. Take the over mm. uh, 11 wins here. You're going to get it. What and I hate to bring the NBA into this, but what, uh, what who are they like? The, the team like loses in the first great regular season. I don't know. Are they basically now the what the Utah Jazz could become mm. or something? I'm, I'm not sure mm. what it is, but they're uh, I don't even know why, why the hell. That <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry. Not for the NBA. <laughs> not for the NBA. Any NBA ever. I will say this. I'm looking at their schedule, Bri. So week four, they're at Denver. They're not on the road again until yeah. week 10. 39 days yeah. between wow. road yeah. games. And I think those are all, I think they kind of have to win all those versus Indianapolis versus the Chargers, Cincinnati, Minnesota. Those are uh, those four weeks. They got to pretty good. Dominate that month. Uh, but Harry, you were with me with the under. Yeah, I'm looking at 10 here. They're down three wins last year from the season before. 
Uh, last two seasons, worst team in the NFL in passing yards. Uh, like you guys mentioned, Sammy Watkins, questionable how healthy he can stay. He's had a lot of problems with that. Uh, Bateman, how much is he going to play? Really, the rookie that got out of Minnesota, it's how you mentioned. Um, I think uh, we mentioned this before, a couple of shows before, uh, probably a month and a half ago. Should have went after Julio Jones, didn't do it. Didn't get him again. Not a great receiving core. Mark Ingram's gone defensively. I don't think they made any moves to improve the secondary, which was 23rd in the NFL in picks last year. I got Baltimore mm-hmm. at 10. All right. There you go. Moving on to the Browns over under 10 and a half. The over is plus 125 to make the playoffs. The yes is minus 250. The no is plus 200. I'm trying to see where that jives with the Ravens number. Eh, it's about the same. So that makes sense. Uh, they had 11 wins last year, the most since 1994. Stefanski, Coach Stefan, Kevin Stefanski wins the Coach of the Year award. The worst point differential. This team is such right. an enigma. I have no, though, as out of all the playoff teams, minus 11, it's the worst point differential. This is all last year. Uh, all 11 starters on offense make it back. And I, I, the more I look at it, like Baker Mayfield's a very lucky quarterback. He really is. He's a, they have 149 rushing yards a game. They have a good defense and an even better defense this year. Sure. Um, he's 30th in the league in completion percentage, 62.8. With Chubb getting back-to-back 1,000 yards, they have now the third easiest schedule. I mean, who would you rather? There's no quarterback that has it easier than Baker Mayfield. They had Clowney and Malik Jackson on defense. Newsom's their first pick. The cornerback, uh, you know, it's Garrett, it's Watt, it's Donald. Those are the only three guys with 10 or more sacks in the last three years. Uh, and now I think with Clowney, that picks up, they could be a defensive force. They only, it really is just Garrett sacking the quarterback. They have 4.7 quarterback hits a game, which is very low. I think mm-hmm. it's the lowest in the league. And yet I love this team. I'm taking some wild swings with them. I'm, I'm taking them to beat the Chiefs. Week Whoa. one, I'm taking them to beat the Packers in Lambeau what? on Christmas. And I think they get to 11 wins. I like them plus wow. 125 over 10 and a half. Uh, that's my pick for the Browns. Harry, you agree or do you don't? I totally agree with you, Sal. I, I love this Cleveland team. I think they're going to make a run, not just to, to win the North, but to win the AFC. Stefanski, you mentioned, coach of the year, uh, had a great run last season, probably and could have. Should have and probably should have beat Kansas City in the playoffs. Uh, best one-two combo in the backfield in the NFL with Chubb and Hunt. Uh, Beckham's back. They addressed a lot of uh, uh, needs they needed in on defense. They resigned Denzel Ward. They signed Clowney. Uh, you mentioned the cornerback out of Northwestern, Greg Newsom. They drafted in the first round, Sal. Uh, and if you look at some of their uh, non-division games, they get Houston, which should be an easy win. They get the Broncos, who have a lot of quarterback issues. They get the Lions. And again, I've also mentioned it, too. On past shows, Al, Kansas City, week one, in Arrowhead, the Browns go in and knock them off. Yeah, that's, I mean, well, Chad Henney's not the quarterback, right? I think they should be fine as long as Chad mm-hmm. Henney's not uh, taking snaps of the last few, at least. Uh, all right, brother, Bri, you disagree. You, you're going on. Yeah, I mean, it seems like everybody is now fully back on the Browns bandwagon, which I don't totally <laughs> buy. You know, when the Browns have... Uh, I don't know if the Browns have ever lived up to high expectations, right? Like last year, the expectations were a little bit lower. Last year, no, there was a little high. No, it was fairly two high. Years ago, it was, it was a two bit. years ago, it was high. And they, mm. yeah, two years ago, it was high. They failed. Then last year, it came back down and they were up. But 11 and six may be a little too much. I mean, look, again, the variable with them is, is pretty great. But 
Uh, schedule is not impossible, but I like doing this sometimes. I mean, I th- I'm just going to say, look, obviously it probably is going to come down to how they do in their division, but I'm going to say they go three and three in that division. I'm going to say it's a tough division. Mm-hmm. They, they split all of their games. I feel yeah. like that's a realistic scenario. Then if they lose at Kansas City, they lose at Green Bay. That means they have to go eight and one the rest of the way. And you still have games at New England, at Minnesota, at the Chargers. So that's that's the way I'm looking at it. And I, um, you know, mm-hmm. when their team last year, very healthy for the most part. That line was n- never missed a game. Uh, I think they were also seven and two. I mean, obviously that point differential you said, and that's why they were seven and two in one score games. Let's not forget they lost right. to the Raiders last year at home, um, which is is, right. is pretty bad for them. Um, <laughs> in that crazy win, game it was crazy win, crazy win. But regardless, uh, yeah, that's a game Cleveland should win at home in terrible weather conditions against a, a Raiders team who plays indoors now. So um, yeah, I just think, I to me, uh, I I could see them. Uh, Nine and eight, ten and seven. But again, the variable I think of them is very great. I mean, they could they could be fourteen and three too, I guess. But I like I like I'd rather I'd rather go with the under, and it's more fun. It, uh, isn't it more or or have we all turned on that? I, I still think it's fun. I, no, I think I it's still fun to root against the Browns. Enough for the Chiefs. Enough for the Chiefs. I think it's still fun. I'm torn on that. I'm torn on that. I mean, I like pay, taking the big favorites. So, I, I, except for this first game, I'm probably leaning on the Chiefs uh, all the way through and the Bills for this. But uh, I, I just don't understand Baker Mayfield, Parley Kid. Maybe you've you've hit on something where you pick taking exact wins. This is interesting. Yeah. So Browns. before like I said I had all overs, but I technically don't here because right. I'm basically taking exact wins. Now look, I I was all over the Browns last year. I know. Uh, I think a lot of I think you guys were all really against the Browns for the most mm-hmm. part for last season. Um, here's my thing: I I do like the Browns. Uh, this division is tough, and I think I think maybe Mayfield and I like Baker, but I think maybe he hit his ceiling last season. I'm not sure mm. if if he is going to really take another step uh, in his quarterbacking play uh, right. at this point. I don't think Odell makes them better. Uh, it, it, when they've had him, they haven't been a better football team. But I still think they're a very solidly constructed football team. Good offensive line, good running game, solid defense. I'm taking the Browns to win 10 games. So it's really an under pick here, and it's plus 500. So the Browns still have a, a nice season, but 10 wins at plus 500. I really like this pick. Uh, it's worth the roll of the dice for me here. Exactly 10 wins at plus exactly 500. 10 yeah, wins. I, I'll say this about the Browns, whether we're rooting for them or not. I think they shook the loser tag and not just because mm-hmm. they racked up 11 wins, but they played like a playoff mm-hmm. team down the stretch. Obviously, they went into Pittsburgh and kicked the crap out of them. So that was good. And they, like Harry said, they could have, should have maybe beaten the Chiefs. So I think they know how to win. There's something to be said for that, right? Like, yeah. win close game. I know they already won seven out of nine one-score games, but that, they're like yeah. a normal team. They're not yeah. a loser team with a good roster. You know what I mean? It's not right. like they went there into the go. playoffs, Al, and got steamrolled by the Steelers like they always do. I think they were seven, one and 17 their last 18 in Pittsburgh, and they just rolled them from the beginning of that game. There you go. All right, Bengals now, uh, 4-11-1 last year. They were fun to root for. Joe Burrow's on the team, right? They, they're big. They're tied. The, the Eagles were like, this is a fun team all of a sudden. They're over under six and a half. The over is even. Um, 
This could be, I think, uh, out of coaches on the hot seat, I think Zach Taylor's right there, oh, number definitely. one. This is his third year, the hottest seat. He did go from two wins to four wins, so I guess that's an improvement. But uh, they've lost 10-plus games each of the last three years. He coached two of them, so that's not really fair to, uh, to pin him with the third one. They're 1-18-1, their last 20 road games. They haven't won a playoff game in 30 years. That's got to be the biggest in all of the major sports, right? Not just football. I know mm. that's the, the longest in football, but 30 years, 1990, Parlay Kid. Um, that's incredible. 4-11 and 1, asking them to go from 4 to over 6.5 with a quarterback, uh, Burrow, who was out in Week 11. By the way, didn't it seem like he was earlier yes. than yep. Week 11 when he tore his ACL? Thing. I know, right? Yeah. And Mixon missed 10 games. Burrow was sacked 32 times in 10 games. That has to... That has to pick up right there. They went from 21 points a game with Burrow to 16. Uh, Tyler Boyd, 75-plus catches in three seasons. That's only been done by a handful of guys. They lose Atkins on defense, Lawson on defense, William Jackson on defense. But who cares? They, they allowed 30 points in three of the last four years, sure. 30 or more. They spent $100 million on defensive. Trey Hendrickson, Mike Hilton, uh, Awuzie for cornerback. I like him over. I like them over, but only slightly. I have okay. them going seven and ten. I don't yep. even have them winning any weird games. I have them beating Jacksonville. Sure. I have them beating Minnesota at home. Um, you know who knows what's going on with Cousins. I have them winning, beating Cleveland. I do have them going three and three in the division. Maybe that's a, a little lofty, but I have them going seven and ten and not competing for the division title, but uh, a respectable seven and ten. And Zach Taylor, I believe, keeps his job. Um, what do you say in Harry over under? I'm with you, Sal. I'm with him. Uh, I got the Bengals at seven as well. Uh, when I'm rooting for Burrow, he had eight uh, more touchdowns and picks when they, when he went down. He had four 300 yard games. He had one 400 yard game. You mentioned Tyler Boyd, uh, back to back thousand yard seasons. He gets Jamar Chase, the LSU connection. T. Higgins is there too. Uh, I think they did some nice uh, nice job defensively, uh, picking up players in the draft that'll help out. And in their first few games, like you mentioned, Sal, they get Minnesota, Chicago's got quarterback issues. They don't know what's going to go on there. Pittsburgh, who I mentioned, who I think is down Jacksonville and they play the Packers in Detroit. I mean, is it feasible? Is it possible that they could, if they beat Pittsburgh, they could go four and one in their first five. Mm. I don't know. I think they no, may have been very well possible. I, I to guess. Go four and one in the first five. Uh, At Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's Cousins. It's Andy Dalton. If they pull two off, if they start two and zero, oh, beating the NFC uh, North with a uh, Minnesota and Chicago, what a game that sets up for Pittsburgh uh, in week, week three. Sure. Right. All right. There you go, uh, brother Bry. You uh, don't agree. You're going yeah. under here. I mean, to not make the playoffs is minus six fifty. For them to make it is plus four fifty. Mm. I know there's the extra team, but. Uh, it seems a little pie. Yeah, I like the under six and a half. Look, we're all huge Barrel fans. Like, I love them. We're rooting for them. Um, I think I'd take them over a majority of quarterbacks in the league, actually. But let's not forget, even in the games he played last year, even the games he started, they were two, seven, and one. Their offensive line mm -hmm. basically got him killed last year. Uh, they stink again, their offensive line. So that was the one thing in the draft. And I, I lost money probably on this because Chase will be great for him. It's it's nice having a former teammate, but I do think drafting Sewell uh, would have been better to protect him for the next, you know, 10 to 15 years. But their defense right. was bad. They let Andy Dalton put up 30 points on them. Still too many holes. I mean, you said Zach Taylor, who's 625 and one in the two seasons. Um, 
And that's the funny thing. It's like he's he's probably like number one on the hot seat, although he'll probably never lose his job this year, right? Like they probably can't fire him that early into like Burrow's yeah. second season. So he'll probably stay on even though he could be awful again. Um, you know, if this, even Marvin Lewis here uh, would have gone over six and a half probably with this team. But um, yeah, I, I still see under six and a half. But to Harry's point, their away games to start the season, their first like six away games, aren't impossible. So, um, right. I mean, there's a big variable there too, but I, I, I just think they, the rest of their team stinks. Yeah, and they have that tough end. I mean, every look when you're Cincinnati, every team's tough at the end, but they're at Denver versus Baltimore versus KC at Cleveland. Parley kid, you're not screwing around here. You found an adjusted line under lower than the six and a half, yeah. and you're going under that. Yeah, yeah. No, well, we're going over the adjusted line, right? So, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm going oh. over five and a half wins here at minus one fifty. That's not that bad, right here, Sal. Um, if you like, I think this is yeah, a like pretty it. safe line uh, to take them here. You can find that on FanDuel. Uh, they did win four games last year, and they were terrible. So why wouldn't we expect with Burrow now in year two uh, another weapon for Burrow? that they wouldn't win uh, two extra games. If, if Burrow doesn't get hurt, they probably end up with five last year, right? Let's say they go five and uh, 11 uh, to end the season last year. And uh, this year, I'm just expecting they, they take another step. Higgins actually had more yards than Boyd last year. A very good young receiver mm. in his own right. Boyd is now the number three receiver on this team. So, you know, this is a pretty good receiving core for Joe Burrow. Mixon is... I don't know what to think of Mixon as a running back, to be honest with you. When he plays, he's pretty good. He's not great. He's pretty good. Um, his numbers are always okay. He's solid. Um, but I think the Bengals are, you know, they're just improving. I just think Burrow uh, is better than uh, five and a half wins. He's going to get you six. Six and 11 is new t- not too far-fetched for the Bengals. They play a reasonable schedule. They're going to win a division game or two. Um, so, they did improve the defense a little bit with Trey Hendrickson and our, our pal Wouzier from the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. He's he's solid. He's not great, but still an upgrade from what they had. Take the Bengals on adjusted line over five and a half at minus one fifty. Uh, real quick, right. division winners. I think we're split on this. I am going Browns. Harry, you're going Browns, right? I'm going Browns. Harry as well. and I are going Browns plus. What is it? Plus 155. And the brothers, Parley Kid and Brother Bry, are going Ravens plus 115. Yep. But I would not be I mean, I'm not really confident in this division. I, I think like these over under numbers are very good. They're very much on. And it really could come down to the last couple of games. Everyone seems to have a, a tough ending. It's how they handle their easy stretches. I know I'm not saying much here, but it seems like that's what's going to uh, make or break these teams for this season. Ravens plus 115, Browns plus 155. Uh good bets. Staying away from the Steelers plus 440 and the Bengals 16 to 1. Let's go props real quick. I'm going, you know what? I know uh, I'm a stick in the mud here betting all these unders, but this is how it turns out, brother Bry, right? Most of the player props go unders. There's mostly there, there's injuries that aren't accounted for in these lofty numbers. I guess that there's an extra game but Jamar Chase, rookie LSU, Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase, yeah. I don't think gets us to 1051. 1,050 and a half receiving yards. 
Justin Jefferson went over. He shattered it 1,400 plus for the rookies. Otherwise, C.D. Lamb, Higgins, Claypool, Judy, all went under. You're going to get receivers. Yeah. They're going to get injured. I think four out of five of them go under. The year before was a similar thing. 1,050 broken into 17 games is not a ton, but I still say under for Jamar Chase. Uh, Parley Kid, you're going Pittsburgh, you're going Watt. Maybe the most, it's got to be the most underrated. I know he's up there for defensive player of the year. Yeah. Well, most underrated defensive player. I- I'm, I'm shocked Harry didn't jump on this. I got screwed last I think year. He remember, had, I, I yeah. think he got screwed last year, but well, I'm taking Watt most sacks at plus 600. Um, this is tremendous value for a guy who went from 13 to 14 and a half to 15 last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he keeps himself pretty much healthy. He did blue. Missed the game last year, which might have hurt him for that defensive player of the year. But what's not the guy's going to get his 14, 15 sacks. They kind of maybe owe him, uh, yeah, you know, uh, an award. But we're not taking the award here anyway. But he's going to get his sacks, right? What is he going to get up to this year? 13 to 14 to 15. He's going to get 16 to 17 this year. He's He's kind of an unstoppable force out on that field. He's in the prime of his career yet now. Uh, year five, I believe, uh, for him. So he's right in that perfect time for him. He's in that prime age. He's only getting better at plus 600. My gosh, this is great value for, for TJ White. He's going to yeah, be that's good. That's right good in the dude. mix. That is good value. It just sucks, this bet, because it's like you you – it, it's I don't know. It's, all right, who gets double team more? Who gets triple team? Does Donald mm-hmm. get double team? Like it's it's sort of not that any of these are in our control, but it just sucks. You'll have three games in a row where you had one sack, zero sack, ones, and then you watch the film. It's like oh yeah, they, they didn't give him a chance. It was triple team. Uh, the Ravens did, but uh, six to one is good value. Bry, you found another one good value. And then unstoppable uh, Ravens offense. Yeah, I like J.K. Dobbins' uh, most rushing touchdowns at twenty-two to one. Look, anyone who watched Ohio State in twenty nineteen, right? I think it was twenty nineteen, uh, knew how good Dobbins was. But it wasn't until week eight uh, when the Ravens started giving him consistent touches. And once he got those touches, he really produced. So he had eight rushing touchdowns in his last eight games. Uh, there's once they're on the goal line, right? Lamar makes it really tough to stop Dobbins. I think down there. So in- with Ingram finally gone. I mean, Dobbins was only still getting, even in those games late in the season, 10 to 15 carries. His workload's going to go way up. I could easily see him getting, you know, I could definitely see him getting 15 rushing touchdowns. And somewhere around there is, I mean, maybe it's a little higher this year with the 17 games. You know, Henry goes for 20 touchdowns. But I think at 22 to 1, it's uh, some good value there. That is pretty good. That is very good. All right, Harry, sticking with the Ravens and sticking with my under formula. You're going Lamar. You don't like him to light it up through the air. No, I'm going to go under 3,400 and a half yards for Lamar Jackson, the minus 112 in 2019. In passing. In passing. passing yards, yeah. In, in 2019, in 15 games, he had 3,120. Last year in 15 games, 2,750. And under John Harbaugh, the Ravens, have not had a quarterback reach 3,400 or more yards since 2014 when Flacco did it. And just having Lamar Jackson uh, as quarterback, uh, passing just isn't the number one priority on the team, and that's why he'll go under 3,400 and a half yards. All right. We did it, guys. Nice. We went through the AFC North. I'm going to do a FanDuel read, and then we're going to uh, – TJ Hushmanzada is going to tell us we're stupid for all of our picks, <laughs> right? 
But uh, that was interesting. I don't know. Uh, sh- I, I'm trying to figure out if Sheck changed my mind. I mean, I went over anyway. I just don't think it's a double-digit year for the Steelers. Oh, God bless. If it is, we're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't be shocked. I mean, you wouldn't be shocked. I, I, I wouldn't. No, that's a thing. Everything's within a, 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 a game and a half, yeah. right? Yep. There you go. All right. FanDuel Sportsbook is hooking new users up. With an epic Olympic bonus, just place your first bet on any Olympic sport risk-free. That's right. New users get up to $1,000 back in site credit if your first bet doesn't win. Yes, Olympic picks. What did I say? Beach volleyball. I got my ladies there at 6-1 to odds. Alex Kleiman and April Ross, local heroes here in the South Bay. They're minus 180 to win the gold medal. Jump on that. Parley Kid, you you have a gold medal. I don't know if it's up yet for the wrestling yet, is it? But you've been winning on these. Yeah, no, I have. Uh, I I gave out Stevenson at uh, plus six hundred. Right. Um, geez, I don't I don't know where he sits right now. I mean, he's probably the favorite to win a- at this point. Am I right, brother? Yeah, Bri, yeah, if we could yeah. Find yeah. Some I mean, odds. he already beat the top guy at the weight. So there you go. I do have uh, the U.S. to have the most gold medals. That's going to be a race, boy. They they have five. I'm like I'm like. Watching like an air traffic control. All right, they're favored in this event. The yep. freaking China should win the speed walking, which is the uh, disgusting speed walking is <laughs> an event. That's ridiculous. That's not a uh, a sport. But anyway, they'll get credit for it. I went most golds there for U.S. Uh, I bet they're a big underdog at this point. But you could bet any Olympic event: baseball, soccer. Yes, our baseball team is in the finals against Japan. Soccer uh, did not fare as well. Track and field and more. Promotions like this are just one of the reasons why I love betting with America's number one sports book. Easy to use, safe and secure, fast payouts, get paid in as little as 24 hours. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app with promo code against all odds and go for the gold today. That's promo code against all odds. All right, let's bring them in. All right, our next guest is very familiar with the AFC North. He set records as a wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. His last name has more letters than the North Pole at Christmas time. He's the co-host of the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast right here on this network, T.J. Hushmanzada. What is happening, T.J.? Man, I'm doing good, man. Good to see you guys. How y'all been? It's good. Uh, it's good to see you. Um, I did want to ask you, you rsvp to come to my, you RSVP'd yes to come to my 50th birthday party, and I don't remember seeing you. I mean, there's not a lot of guys that look like you. No, but, you know what uh, happened? Once I saw them me. COVID cases were spiking up in Vegas, I, I was still coming. And then my wife was like, yeah. you're really going to go? And so <laughs> I said, yeah, I'll be safe. I'm going to keep my mask on. So it, it was a, oh, you can go, but you need to be careful. I'm like, oh, I don't even want to deal with the BS when I get home. So, okay. You didn't want to deal with it? I'm not going to go. Yeah. And anybody that's married, I think they uh, they understand that conversation. I understand. <laughs> I completely, it was my party and my wife didn't want me to go. But uh <laughs> All right, that's it. That's all I really wanted to ask you. I'll see you, uh, we'll see you in a couple months. No, no. Uh, this is, uh, TJ, this AFC North, it might be the most competitive this division has been in years. I'm looking at the projected over-under win total. So the Steelers are eight and a half, which is weird, right? Bengals, your Bengals, six and a half. Um, up, you know, from four eleven and one to six and a half. Might not be a huge jump considering two of their offensive stars were banged up last year, right? Burrow went out in week 11 and uh, Mixon was out most of the year. So uh, that could be a good jump for them. The Browns are expected to win double digit games, 10 and a half. And the Ravens are expected to win 11. What do you think of the division as a whole? 
I mean, that division for me, it, it should at least be a battle between the Ravens and the Browns. I, I would probably lean more to the Cleveland Browns, to be honest with you, just because I think their pieces at the top are, are better than the, than the Ravens' pieces at the top. The, the Bengals, can can Joe come back healthy? And, and when he does come back healthy, can they protect him? I mean, that's just that's simple. They should be better defensive. They can't get any worse. It's hard to be worse than what they were last year. And you, you, I'll be honest. The, <laughs> I guess it's because I played in that division. You cannot count the Steelers out, man. And one thing is they're always going to play great defense. And they're going to play great defense. If Roethlisberger can get his act together, the Steelers are going to be right there with the Browns and the Ravens. It's just really up to Big Ben. Can he hold up his end of the bargain? Because they're for sure going to play defense. Yeah, you hate that team the most, right, in division? Just uh, throwing everything aside, you're rooting – Everything else equal, you'll root against the Steelers, true? For the most part, yes, but not as much anymore, <laughs> Sal, because I've yeah. trained guys that have been drafted to the Steelers now, so I want those guys to do well. So in oh. essence, I have to want the Steelers to do well. I trained Chase Claypool. I trained right. uh, Pat Furmuth. He's a rookie tight end for Penn State that just got drafted. And so yeah. I actually yeah. want those guys to do well. Do you? Interesting. See how it turns? Really weird. The hatred just goes away. I find this with other, you know, we asked like Leinert, and he's like, ah, I'm rooting for uh, UCLA and the and the NCAA tournament. It's like, why? It's it's, it's weird how the um the hatred just disappears. Uh, I do, what one thing you say a lot, and I, I agree with this, is that the quarterback gets too much credit and too much blame, right? You stick with that, right? That's not something you abandon. 100. Show, right? But just yes. in general, right? Um. Is Baker Mayfield, though, the luckiest quarterback in football? I mean, this is a guy who, we went over his numbers. His completion percentage is one of the lowest in the league. I think he had like three good games last year. He can't even figure out how to, you know, when Odell Beckham's on the field, I think his completion percentage is 54% to Odell. One of the flashes, one of the best receivers in the league. Uh, it's the running game that's really doing it you know, keeping moving the chains, keeping the drives alive. And unlike in Baltimore, you know, Lamar Jackson has to be part of that great running game. Baker doesn't. Don't you feel like, I guess another way to look at it is if he's better than average, they should just, they should kind of run away with this, right? He's in a way holding them back. Do you agree? I wouldn't say he's holding them back. I mean, you have to have good players at every position, but it's crazy that you say that because they're saying, when is Baker Mayfield going to sign his extension? Like he is the reason yeah. why. When you win, the quarterback is going to get a ton of credit. And I don't know why that's the case. But the Cleveland Browns, say what you want. They have a good roster. Defensively, they're really good. They should be better adding the players they added in free agencies. Davion Clowney, um, John John. They should be better because of adding those guys offensively. Say what you want. Odell Beckham's not on the field. His completion percentage goes up. He is a fantastic receiver. He can play. He can create separation. They run the ball very well. But what helps them is that offensive line up front, they're the best. If They're one of the best, if not the best, in the, football, in the National Football League, not just the division. And so when you have that type of combination, I wouldn't say he's holding them back. Could they be better with a better quarterback? Of course they could. But it could be a lot worse as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. What do you think of this 17 game, this extra game? Do you think we'll see a load management, not unlike NBA, where guys are just really aren't injured, but hey, I need a breather here. I, I need to, I need my career 
to last. I'm thinking in terms of gambling, because if you look at over under the numbers for receiving yards and everything and passing yards, they don't build in any injury time. They don't build in any right. sitting time, any, you know, taking a break time. Uh, what do you feel about the extra game? Do you, do you think players will be smart? you think the coaches will allow players to sit a little bit? you think they'll be wise about um, strategically making it so that you're not getting as many reps in the 17-week league whereas you would or as many in the 16? It really depends on their standing, their record, where they at playoff position-wise, right. division-wise. And you know, you and I both know this. Coaches are going to play the best player. I wish an NFL player would come to a coach and say, I need to load management. They would load management your ass to the couch. Like, permanently. Right. The, the best players want to play. You're, you're not going to sit here and say, oh, I don't. If you feel good, you're going to play. We love the game of football. Now, some don't want to play 17 games. But when that 17th game comes around, they're going to get out there and they're going to play. And they're going to play their asses off. That's just very simple. Load management will never happen in NFL because there's too many guys that can come in and play and they may not be as good as you, but they'll, they'll get the job done. And so, no, that that load management thing won't take place in the NFL ever because the, the NFL game, it moves on without you. The train stops and waits for no one. You either get on the train or you get left behind. Right. All right, I'm looking for an angle here because my big prop, and I hate betting unders. I'm not rooting for injuries here, but Jamar Chase, the LSU receiver, now at Cincinnati, you know, right there, Burrow, LSU, LSU. What is it? His over under rookie year. Well, what do you th- what do you think it is? I'll I'll have you. Guess. I'm gonna say over under receiving yards. I'll say 1100. Close. Yeah, it's a pretty good guess. 1050 and a half. 1050 and a half. Uh, I'm going under. I know there's the extra game in there, but Jefferson was the only rookie last year to go over. C.D. Lamb, Higgins, Claypool, Judy, anyone you worked with went way under. I don't know if it has no, no, but those guys. No, but you got, it's tough for a rookie. It's hey, tough for a rookie hey, to well, put up of, more. One of, my rookies, one of my rookies, if he didn't miss a ton of games, he would have gone over was IU. If he didn't miss those oh, games, yeah. he would have gone oh, over. Oh, yeah, IU was good. I, I mentioned it, but even so, we had a good year. Claypool should have gone over yeah. if they were smart and had thrown him the ball more. Oh man! So you're saying this is a bad bet? You're saying no? I'm, I I'm honestly, when I sit dumb. when I sit here and think about it, I actually believe Chase will go over, and I'll tell you why. They're going to run the ball. That is very true because early they're going to be careful with Joe. But when you know the Cincinnati Bengals. Jamar Chase was drafted top five. They are going to give him the, they're going to try to, I wouldn't say force him the ball, but there's going to be quite a few plays each week designed to go to him every time. He's going to be the first option every time. And when the play breaks down, Joe has that chemistry with him. Don't let him make a lot of 50, 50 catches early on. Joe's going to feel really comfortable in 17 games. I mean, when you think about it, you're really not averaging a lot of yards per game. You just need to have a few big ones. And so oh, I man, would probably right. go over with that. Receiver, even, receiver. even even T. Higgins is going to get his looks. Sure. Right. Yep. But when you uh, look, look yeah. at the Bengals, when, it, when they have a first round pick, he's going to be an immediate starter. They're mm-hmm. going, and, and the Bengals didn't really attack you down the field much last year. They, they tried with right. AJ. That's going to be Jamar Chase's. Technically, his job is to get down the field. He's going to get all those balls down the field. All he has to do is make a few plays early on. And I mean, if Justin Jefferson, he shattered it last year, 1,400 yards. 
crazy, crazy what he did. And yeah. and in college, yeah. and in college, he was the number two to chase. Mm-hmm. So you would just mm-hmm. assume it's there, but uh, it's up to Joe if he can stay healthy. And that division isn't easy. And that's another thing too. You take into account playing in that division, the weather. You get late in the season. Um, how do they approach the games? Right. Did you work? Who did you work with this year? I mean, it was probably hard for the, during the pandemic and everything. Did you work with any uh, rookies coming in? Any receivers? The rookies that I worked, no, not really receivers. I worked with a lot of the tight ends. I worked with Kyle Pitts. I worked with uh, Pat Fryermuth, and I worked with Hunter Long that got drafted to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. That was it. Uh, do you do you think Pitts? I know it with four, probably four quarterbacks starting rookie quarterbacks. It's tough for a tight end to win offensive rookie of the year, but is he as an amazing specimen as everyone said, I put some money on him at 10 to one, even though a tight end it's unlikely that you get him. What do you, what are your he, thoughts on Pitts? He, when I first saw him, he just looks like a, a big basketball player. Like he's big, he's big, he's long, but he's not skinny. Like he looks like a big dude that would play basketball. I would imagine that's probably how LeBron James would look. Uh, if he was a football player, but he like, he moves like a receiver. Like it was shocking to me. Like he's six. He's a legit six six, two fifty, and he moves like a wide receiver. Like his ability to run routes. Nobody his size is doing that. Nobody. All right. Well, TJ, I know you got to run. I uh, thank you for coming on. Give us a, give us a winner. Are you ready to p- uh, pick a winner for the division? I know you said Browns or Ravens, and that's where we're all over that too. That's who we're choosing. Between. Yeah, I would probably. I, I like their. I like. I like the team. They have, they have better players. I, I roll with the Cleveland Browns. J- just they have across the board. When you look at their entirety of every position, they don't have a weakness. And if you can say their weakness from talking earlier would be Baker Mayfield. If you look at their secondary, Denzel Ward, good corner. You look at the safeties, John Johnson, the linebacking core, maybe. Defensive line, stacked. Offensive line, very good. Tight end, really good. Running back, receiver. They're loaded at every position, so it's up to Baker to drive the car. All right. TJ, thanks for coming on. I I forgive you and your wife for blowing off the birthday party. (laughs) I do hope to see uh, you more of you in the fall. TJ, do you have anything to plug? I mean, uh, if Kyle Pitts does anything... It's because of T.J. Hushmanzada. You heard it here. You heard it there. Cousin, cousin Sal said it, baby. He said it. Take it to the bank. <laughs> Love it. Thanks, T.J. T.J. Hushmanzada. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate awesome. you guys, man. You guys take care. All right. Thanks, T.J. Thanks. Thanks. Take care. Thank you, T.J. All right. There you go. T.J. Hushmanzada. I guess I forgive him. I guess I forgive him. Maybe for not coming to my party, I... Maybe I suspend him from Sharp Tank for the next two weeks. You and and TJ suspended. All right, let's do Sharp Tank. Best bets Thursday, Friday, into the weekend. Parley Kid, you can take a break. I think that's what the agreed upon punishment, right? right. Is that all right? Yeah, (laughs) I deserve it. Well, you can think about um, where you went wrong while Harry uh, gives his losers out. Harry, what's Uh. your best bet? going into the week. Come on, let's get one here. Uh, a little bit of a cold streak here. We got, like you said, Sal, we got football tonight. Let's go with a teaser. Let's go with your Cowboys from plus two up to plus nine and the under from 31 and a half to 38 and a half. Look, the last eight Pro Bowls, seven and one have gone. It's seven and one under 38 and a half points. Dallas three and zero in Hall of Fame games since 2010. 
Since 1998, Pittsburgh has won and two in Hall of Fame games, and all three <laughs> went under 38 and a half points. And Pittsburgh so just scored in those three games a total, a total of 29 points in those games. Dallas plus nine tonight and under 38 and a half. Dallas wins this game 17 13. Look, right, I, I went that. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, Harry, how many sharp tanks in a row have you lost now? What is I it? told you. I, I, listen, I, th- I know I went four <laughs> out of five, but since then, I have to have lost six in a row. Well, Chris H. And I always say that. There, but I, I always say, say that because after Harry's 0-19 and one streak, he had like three wins in a row, but he's mm-hmm. probably like four and 12 yeah. since wow. his 0-19. That's fair. Is that like, true, it, Harry? It's Darren, been a month. It's Darren. been a month. It's really a solid month now. And I don't blame it. It's so hard right now. It's Darren. That's fair. It that's seems a fair number. so hard. Yeah, you could it's, blame him. He's taking minus two hundreds in there. You could definitely. And I'm blame the one him. suspended. <laughs> I'm the one. It doesn't make well, sense. Yeah, suspe- but Harry's putting I've been no suspended before. He's putting no weight behind his picks. Uh, yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> but uh, he's not saying I'm going. I'm never betting hey, I'm again. I'm Dallas never fighting one and only time this season. Be happy. You know, I did see, I did see the Cowboys. I can't believe they count this kind of stuff. But on Thursday nights, a four eleven and one against the spread in the last sixteen. But are they counting these dumb games? I, I well, suppose look, they are. Uh, you know uh, how I feel about the preseason. I hate the preseason. I but the Pro Bowl's always been not, on Sunday nights, right? I mean, they're not Pro Bowl, but the, the Hall of Fame game always on Sunday nights, right? Now they're Thursday. I guess that's why they yeah. may be counting it. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure. All right, Harry, I would have gone. Uh, I would have gone over the smaller number, but you're going. You're keeping it under. Yeah. I, I don't know. Who the hell knows? With uh, what goes on. All right, Bri. I mean, you're the only I, other option I guess. Right, since your brother's I mean, suspended. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, we might have to just listen to Parley Kitts pick, even if he maybe he's just you can't choose it. I don't know. What do you what do you think? Mm. Um no, I'm, I'm not even gonna to give it silent. out. I'm not gonna even tease the he people. Has to with silent. It. Yeah. Gonna uh but I'm gonna go uh Casey Ke- I'm gonna go UFC two sixty-five, uh decent main card. I kind of like the card, it's kind of yeah. a sneaky good card, but I'm gonna go Casey Kenny over uh minus one twenty two over Yudong Song. Uh Kenny, you know. I had actually bet against Kenny the last time against uh, Victor um, against Dominic Cruz, and that was a split decision win for Cruz. Although I did think Cruz won that fight, um, I think he won that rather easily. Mm-hmm. But I did like the way Kenny fought in that fight. You know, this is more a grappler versus striker. You know, Yudong Sag, I've, I've seen him fight uh, the last couple of fights. He hasn't been super impressive. Uh, you know, he you know he's very young till both of you guys, but mm-hmm. Yudong Sag is very young, so. I think he still needs a little bit more experience in the in the octagon there. But uh, like I said, he had a draw. He's won one and one in his last three. I, th- I just think Kenny's a little bit more uh, experience in there. And I, I just like the grappler here. And he, he can still strike too. So Yudongsang's takedown defense right. isn't isn't necessarily great. So um, I, it's a barely, it's a pick em fight. So I, I, I would take Kenny definitely in this one. All right, Casey Kenny and uh, Lewis. Yeah, yeah, some good too, fights. Right? So the, Ken- the Kenny song should be exciting. Lewis, uh, Lewis is always exciting, even if it's boring. Like you know, um, right? So. Why yeah, doesn't yeah. um? How about I? How about Mikey Meatballs makes a pick for me? This why doesn't he do? This? I don't know, Parley Kid. This is uh, I don't know how the family thing. This is not, <laughs> you know, it's not your fortune being pa- passed down another generation. Um, I think we just got to go the two. I just got, I think we got to go to two. At least I'm in the take, graphic, uh, make sure it notes suspended. It's going to say suspended. Absolutely. <laughs> it'll say suspended. suspended. I deserve it. I deserve it. Yeah. Uh, I'll go, uh, Casey Kenny. I don't like under 38, Harry. I don't know. Okay. Idiot quarterbacks. Yeah, anyone can throw a pick six here. This is 
Seven but, and one, um, last eight. Uh, I. What is seven and one? Seven and one, under 38 and a half, last uh, eight Pro Bowl. Uh, eight Pro Bowl. Eight Pro <laughs> Bowl. Until you don't even know what game it is. I know. Pro Bowl, like three All different right. times. Oh, although, I, let me just say, I will say for as much as Parley Kid, you know, we should give him shit for that. Although, Parley Kid had a lot of yeah. money on that. So it's not like, you know, he got, we, we, we've had That's other true. big bets where we haven't, or Harry. Maybe we do that. Sure. Maybe we can reduce the suspension. What? Right, Sal? Well, we're already reducing the suspension. <laughs> what happened? What, what happened that we have to reduce it? <laughs> to be quite honest with you, I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, this, this is kind of you know, nice. I feel, feel loose now, not having to make well, a short. Kid, you know what? I think you should appeal. You should uh, appeal to the superintendent of the Elwood School, whoever it is. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you could, maybe you could get this turned over. Uh, all right. Uh, what else is going on, Harry? You got go. You're in Alaska this weekend. I'm, I'm going with Casey Kenny, by the way. I'm going nice. with Brother Bryce. Okay? I'm, I'm too. I don't like the points there. I know. I know the history is on the side, and whatever game Harry thinks he's betting, but uh, I'm going Casey Kenny. Uh, Harry, you're in Alaska, um, and you you are going to move to another country because you don't like who Jeopardy went with for par- permanent host. Yeah, not 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 a fan of that in Alaska. Uh, don't know what we're doing today or tomorrow. Uh, our pal uh, Ken is a bit under the weather. So mm. as soon as uh, the podcast is over, I need to go to uh, find a Walgreens here in uh, Anchorage and uh, buy him a bunch easy. of buy him a bunch of drugs. Yeah, all right, yeah, get him some drugs. That, that, nice. That'll be a change of pace. Uh, no, I hope uh, Ken feels better. Maybe get him a rapid <laughs> test too. I don't know. I haven't heard of uh, just statistically four or five people should have tested positive from <laughs> from that crazy uh, party I had mm. in Vegas, but. I've not heard uh, anything. No, I've I've felt uh, good. I felt good, even though I have I've I've yeah. slept like six hours since the party, and I still feel I feel good. I feel good. really, yeah. The whole thing yeah. was a hoax after all. All right, brother Bry. What <laughs> yeah, Matthew, going? brother Bry. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm away. I'm on. This is like a never ending vacation too for me. But I just um, you know, I said I didn't sleep. Yeah, yesterday I drove upstate. I left really early in the morning after not sleeping, and then somebody decided it was a smart idea to book a. Uh, seven o'clock tea time and golf today. So I played, played eight, I played wow. 18 holes this morning. Wow. So I, yeah, I got up, nice. I got up at like five something again. So no sleep for me. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get out of it, but they weren't letting me. And uh, I was awful. So um, I was, re- <laughs> it's you know, hard, the, right? The, the funny thing hard? is the last time I played, the last time I hit a club, you know, we, I don't play a lot anyway. The last time I hit a club was last August. Didn't go to a driving range, didn't do a, no, anything. So the first few mm-hmm. holes were fucking awful. I mean, I finally hit, I had like some really great tee shots on 16 and 17 that were, uh, that like there was like a 340 yard hole that I was like pretty close to the hole. Not, not there, but probably like 260 to 70. So that was good for me, but terrible otherwise. Uh, really you bad. know, I, say what you will about golfers and everything. Not as athletic as some of the, the uh, obviously these other sports, but um, in terms of not losing your mind, Right, Parley Kid? And I, I've seen you like a, a, a rare pop up to left field and you like go for a walk and you, you get mad. But I, I can't believe the golfers keep it together as much as they do. Right? Over the bad shot. Like, yeah, I don't know. If you, if you spend 99% of your time missing yes. the bunker and then you hit the bunker, I, I would lose, lose my mind. If you're doing it, if you're hitting it 80% of the time, then it's less of a thing. But if you're a pro and not supposed to hit it in the, in the drink and it goes in, I, I would see. Yeah, more. like you're saying, like yeah, that's how I always felt like playing like softball. It seems so easy, right? So like a pop yeah. up or making an out right. is never acceptable. And I guess if you play a lot of golf, 
That's why it's better if you just don't play a lot of golf. Yes. Mm -hmm. right. You just you just play once in a while and you're like, yeah, I, I know I suck. And uh, well, I'm or, totally... or if you play a lot and you suck all the time, that's fine too, right? Yeah. Yeah. As long, well, as, as, you long as you never get yes. good. Yes. Golf is the yeah. one sport, right? Like it's it's okay. It's okay. You go play, you, you just I did uh, yeah, I, I yeah. did throw the club like twelve it. or twelve or thirteen times. And I did lose like mm. uh we played a scramble, so I, I did probably lose at least twelve balls, which is, you know, that's well, I gotta say, me. maybe the maybe the future of golf is going to be more entertaining. We see some. I don't want to say who, but we see some of these golfers bulking up. They probably have a little bit of help there. Maybe a little roid rage on the course to be just yeah, look. The, I think that's Dr. great. Oz. Let's let's see Let guys snap clubs over their legs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, throw throw the club like you know into the water. I mm -hmm. let's do. Let's see oh, that. Let's see some emotion from these a hole, people. A hole yeah, in definitely. one and a par five, maybe. There you go. Right. That'd be great. Right. All right, Parley Kid, you're rooting on the U.S. for tonight and tomorrow. Yeah, and look, I, yeah, look, I gave out, uh, you know, uh, we have some uh, props that are still alive here. I gave out Gable Stevenson. Um, Good one. Uh, freestyle wrestler from the United States at plus 600. Wow. Uh, nice I think state. early, last, well, right before Beautiful. the Olympics started, I gave that out. He's going for the gold tomorrow morning here. Uh, if you saw my sharp tank pick, uh, David Taylor. Uh, my sharp tank pick from Tuesday, gold medal winning winner this morning. What a match. All of Iran is crying right now mm. over it. It's so great. <laughs> Suck it, Iran. There you go. All right. Yeah, I, I made a nice pick, too. Uh, uh, Alex Kleinman and April Ross. Little, uh, close by neighbors here of mine. USA women's uh, beach volleyball. Now minus 180. To win the gold, I had him. What did I have him? Part like it six. Oh, you got him plus. Oh, you got him that high. Yep. Yeah, that was good then. It was good. Plus six hundred. Yeah, six yes. So win that, bring home the gold, and Let's do that'll it. That'll be fun. Take it to Hennessy's. That'll be good. All right, there you go for the degenerate trifecta: Mikey Meatballs, Dave Damashek, and TJ Hushmanzada. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na.